Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Oh, Han, we're oh. doing well. We're doing very well, right, Lex? We're right, doing very yeah. well. R2 D2? Yeah. yeah R- R2, how are you? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, oh. Alexis's boyfriend, Chewbacca, how are you? Oh, Perfect. He's a Perfect. championship. Darth Vader, are you having a good day? <laughs> yes. Perfect. Okay. And finally, Julia's here. Julia, how you doing? <laughs> Perfect. Huh? Thank you, Julia. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. Uh, welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk and streaming worldwide under my talk app. I'm Jason, Lex, and Dawn. On Thursdays, let's not waste any time, even though I'm trying. It's Tuesday. Or I'm it's sorry, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yep. See, look, I'm already trying to bypass today. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to bypass yeah, 694 God. today. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Second Chance Romance. Where twice weekly, we go looking for love in absolutely all the wrong places. Looking for love. Wooken Penub. Mm-hmm. Dawn, who do we have? Uh, we have Ryan. On the show, he's on the phone with us right now. Hi, Ryan. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, hey girl. Hey. <laughs> uh, welcome. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for emailing Dawn. Uh, go ahead and tell us your story, my friend. Um, well, my story is I just kind of thought I was going to be in a fairy tale whirlwind romance, but oh. it just kind of got stuck where it is right now. Because um, uh, I went out with um, somebody named Jacob and he's not answering any of my texts or my calls or my DMs and I'm just kind of frustrated right now because <laughs> yeah. I'm not getting any responses at all um, oh, so uh, we met through a mutual friend of ours okay. and I, I actually don't know this friend that well like we just know each other a little bit of time but I was like cool I'll check this guy out and so I pulled up his Insta and I stalked it of course and uh, basically <laughs> yeah, uh, I fell in love from there like it's I know it's a ridiculous thing to say because you know like you know how you can just kind of be really attracted to somebody just by seeing them and yeah. like figuring out like what their life must be like so um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so it, it was just, that's kind of how everything started. So. All right. Uh, tell us about your, we, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Well, th- well then we did go out. Um, finally we kind of talked a little bit and, uh, so we got for drinks and, uh, it was kind of awkward because the place wasn't very busy when we met. And so it was like one of those situations where you felt like everybody's listening to you, you know? Oh, and, yes. uh, I hate that. Ugh. Yeah. And then finally, like the place kind of filled up a little bit and, you know, started talking and, you know, uh, I mean, I had a couple of drinks, I admit, so I might've been a little tipsy, but you know, I was thinking light rail, rail home. So I was like, well, I can do this right now because I'm just going to take the train. And, um, uh, 
anyway, we, we talked just kind of like about normal things and, you know, just getting to know each other, our interests, and some of our mutual friends, and uh, just kind of finding out, like, that we knew a bunch of the same people, and um, so it was just cool. I mean, we, we had a nice time, I thought. Okay. Do you... Hmm. Um, were you feeling... Were you feeling the rhythm? Were you feeling uh, like you uh, there was a good romantic chemistry and not just taking a dip in friend pool? I mean, to be honest, like I felt like we had a nice conversation, but I did feel like maybe I was getting a little friend zone. But you know, people are just you know they're. I mean, they're. they're a first date is hard to find out, like, yeah. how someone's yeah. really feeling. So, I mean, I didn't think that I did anything to particularly, like, turn him off or anything. I mean, I I looked good. I was wearing my yeah, nicest sweater. I <laughs> wasn't a pig. When we <laughs> ate food, like, we we shared some appetizers. And, you know, okay. I mean, I'm pretty talkative person. So, like, you know, maybe, uh, you know, I talk too much. I don't know. Um, I'm just, like, pretty positive person. And I just, like to find out about people and stuff. And, you know, and then at the, you know, kind of how the date ended, Jacob was like, oh, I'm pretty tired. I got to get up early for a meeting. Um, so I got to go. And, you know, I don't know. It just, it felt like you wanted to be friends, but like. Did you hug? I, I didn't, I mean. Did you guys hug at the end? That? Did you hug or was it just uh, like, all right, yeah, no, we, we just hugged. There was no kiss or anything, okay. and it was very, like, yeah, it did feel very friend zone It was just like, okay, so I'll see you around, and I was like, okay, and you know, I'll call you. And I know, one last question, and then we're going to move on, but I know Don Don always asks folks to look inside themselves, to self-examine. <laughs> so you don't have any weird, like, you're not a clown for kids' birthday parties on the side or anything. Like, you don't have any weird kind of things, right? That's a good one. We've never asked that. Yeah. No, I am not okay. a birthday party clown. Okay, I just... <laughs> they get such you. a bad rap, don't they? I know, yeah. but I just I, I just watched a, a documentary on... Oh, uh, about on, John uh, Wayne Gacy? John Wayne Gacy. Oh, sure, and I just that's thought, on my yeah, list. Anyway, okay. Yeah, anyway. Oh, yeah, so nothing weird happened, and you didn't text a billion times... Like, why aren't you going out with me again or nothing weird like that communication-wise? I mean, I did text Paul and DM, so okay. that might be... Okay. I mean... Mm, I don't think that's We'll bad. find out. Yeah. We'll find out. Here's the deal. You've been very open. We mm-hmm. appreciate that. So, Ryan, <laughs> we're going to put you on hold. Uh, you're going to be able to hear everything. Now, J- Jacob, is that his name? Jacob is on the other line. Yeah. And he has heard nothing. He just knows that a dumb radio show is calling about a date of his. So hold on a minute. We're going to try to get an answer or two. So, Don, go ahead yes. and put Ryan on hold. Do we have Jacob? We do have Jacob. Okay, good. Find his frog hair here. <laughs> Hi, Jacob. Uh, thank you so much for answering today. Uh, you're on the air with Jason and Alexis. Hi. Hi. Hey. Uh, <laughs> this is so weird um i know how do you think we feel um uh, we're in the middle of your dating life yeah uh jacob let me just get right to it you don told you we're calling about a date on a radio show weird all by itself so can i just ask you do you remember going out with a guy named ryan 
I, I, I do. Uh, okay. I do remember Ryan. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how I could forget him. Okay. Uh, so question oh. number two, do you mind if we dig a little deeper? The real reason we're calling um, is because there obviously wasn't another date. Was there a reason why? Um, we're doing the air, but yeah, um, he, he kind of seemed to be really interested in like who I knew instead of me. Oh, okay. Can you tell oh, us more? I hate that. Can you tell us more? Yeah. Sorry. I know that's kind of vague, but like he mm. spent like most of our, of the time, actually the whole time on our date, just asking me questions about my exes. It was, it was, it was like I really felt like he was doing like a secret, like a secret service level sweep just through my socials. Like, oh. and the weirdest part about it was that he actually told me that he was obsessed with one of my exes when I started talking about other people I had dated and stuff like that, and that and that he actually had a crush mm. on them. Mm. Oh, I was mm. bored. Oh, crazy. Okay. oh my gosh! So what did he say? Yeah. Like, how did he let you know that? What he just said, I'm obsessed with them, or or what? Well, so so I I just started talking about you know different people that I I had gone out with and stuff like that, and then you know I I landed on my my previous ex Mark, and then when I brought up Mark, he was like, oh my god, Mark with freckles, and then I was like, <laughs> well, Mark does have freckles, <laughs> yes, and then he was like, yeah, and he's got like those like piercing like green eyes, and I was like. Okay. Yes, and he just got a terrible haircut. Yes, and then it was just—it was just—it got very weird very quickly, guys. Oh. And even to the point where, like, he even asked, like, "How was the sex?" Like, <gasps> no. Okay. And I'm not talking about that. Like, yeah, I—I like, I never divulge anything like that, right? It—I it, just don't think that's anyone's business. And I was not raised that way. And honestly, guys, like, he just wanted me to get him to set up, to have me set him up with Mark. I really oh, think that's what it was. And we are not you. together. We broke up for a reason. It was weird, guys. Well, <laughs> God, oh, Jacob, go back to him. Jacob, here's oh, the this deal. This is going to be good. This is, you've been, you've been real cool and real open. So we will uh, return the favor. Obviously, we knew about you from Ryan. So I'm, good, I'm just going to tell you, Ryan is actually on the other line. So we are now going to put you guys back together here, like Humpty Dumpty. So Ryan, uh, he heard it. Yeah. Ryan, what do you want to say to Jacob? You heard, you heard what he just said. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I did have a lot of drinks, so like, I don't really remember going that far. Uh, and I mean, I do admit that I am attracted to your ex, Mark, but I mean. This goes like this is a, lo a long time ago, so it's just kind of funny that you brought him up. And like this is like eight years ago that I, I think I met Mark at a party or something like that, and I just kind of oh, knew him from other dude. people. But I mean, I really didn't mean to be like, you know, make off putting to you. Like, I just, I mean, me and my friends it's are weird. Like, pretty open with each other. <laughs> Go ahead, Jacob. Dude, it's not normal to ask someone for. On especially on a first date, if their ex was any good in bed, and on top of that, well, I mean, you ask about the details, like, well, what were they into? What did they do? Like, come on, man! Oh. I don't really know. I mean, come on, I man! Know each other. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, like, that's, like, kind of how my friends are with each other. Mm. So it's, like, that's just, I mean, I, I didn't really think of it as a big deal. And, like, as I said, like, I did have, like, probably too many drinks, which might have affected, you, you know, my judgment. and how. Mm. Okay, I'll do but this I mean, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. Oh, thank Guys, you. if we give you a gift card to, like, Panera or something. Um, <laughs> w- would you guys want to go for a, another coffee, another lunch or something and talk about this, or are you just done no. so? Okay. Okay. You might ask me how my friends ate that sandwich. I'm not into it. No. Oh, okay. God. Oh, okay. Well, well th- thank you yeah. so much for at least answering, oh, and you've just been a delight. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, okay. Th- you know, Ryan. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Oh, that's because you were clenching. <laughs> you were clenching so hard. I just so pulled long. a Bradley. I've just I've morphed out of here. <laughs> we traveled to a different location. Hold on, Lex. Let me do it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, my talkers. Right that's, that's a joke from our Would You Rather earlier. Oh, my Sorry. God. <laughs> Dawn, do you want to stay uh, or do you want me to morph you out too? Uh, I want to go. I want to get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Okay. I'm in Aruba. Where are you guys? <laughs> uh, listen to hour two at 730 and you'll understand that joke. Sorry about that. Anyway. Okay. That's been Second Chance Romance. Great. Oh, no love today. Oh, no, 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 no. Thursday. That's a really good lesson though. You know, don't, don't ask about the exes, especially if you're uh, going to seem like a stalker person. And also, watch your alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. <laughs> uh, alcohol. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah. Okay. Break time. Spring into a new season with a beautiful new smile. And for the best smile, call my friend, Dr. Amy Hughes. She is a five-star rated dentist. Five star. That's great. I actually Googled what people are saying about her, and our friend Dr. Amy is doing it right. Listen to what one review says about her experience with the team at Hughes Dental. Dr. Hughes and her team are wonderful. 10 out of 10. My daughter had an excellent experience getting a beautiful enhanced smile with veneers from Dr. Hughes. The entire experience was pleasant and timely from the initial... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com consultation regularly checking in throughout the process and the best part her new beautiful smile I jumped on the Google too and here's what one client said whether you're looking for a couple of veneers a full mouth reconstruction or even if you have sleep apnea and want to get rid of your CPAP Dr. Hughes is who you should go and see she can help you achieve all of your smile goals and have you feeling more confident than ever you can see some of Dr. Amy's patients beautiful new smiles on her website hughes dental.com while you're on her website check out the free video consult and be sure to let the team know that jason told you that hughes dental is the only choice for your smile makeover this is a my talk dirt alert welcome back jason and alexis in the morning 
It's time to get caught up on the pop culture headlines of the day in the Dirt Alert with Dawn. Hello, Dawn. Hello. I'm kind of mad at Tom Cruise right now. You know, he goes all out for any movie he does himself. He does his own stunts. Um, I I just don't know about this. So for Top Gun Maverick, Maverick, Maverick. Um, he basically put his actors through a grueling three-month training process of flight school to fly F-18s cool. because he wanted them to, they, he wanted it to look legit. So they worked <laughs> with the Navy and the Top Gun School to formulate how to shoot it practically because if we're going to do it, we're going to fly in the F-18s. Jerry Bruckheimer said that um, the actors went through a grueling training. Um, it also included an underwater program where they learned how to get out of an aircraft when it's landed in water. They learned how to operate the camera since they had to be their own director while they were in the air. He had to teach them cinematography and lighting so they understood what's going to look good on camera. I'm very proud of what we accomplish. Each one of them are extraordinary. I mean, you got to really want to be. I love this. How do I sign up? You love it? Oh, my gosh. I think I mean, this is great. I mean, they probably said, like, you're going to have to go through. Tra- they're getting paid for all of this, right? Yeah, mm-hmm, they are, yeah. but they're putting their life at risk. I mean, I know they signed contracts and they said that they would do it. But really, I mean, should you have to do this for a movie? Put your life at risk if you have kids. This is it's three months. I mean, Top Gun. Uh, but I just, I if think you agree to it on the, in the, on the front end, I... I think you, this uh, all has to do with Tom Cruise's ego. That's what I'm saying. Really? Oh, I don't. No. No, I think this yeah. is a. I, I think he. This he wants is it to be legit. Yeah. If mm. look, I think he is sometimes nutter butters, uh, but I I don't, and I I and maybe to have some fun. Too. Yeah, and if they knew that going in, look, if they are bamboozled, you know, if they sign here, sign here, and the dotted line, and then Tom twists his mustache. And then ties him to the train track. Yeah, then that's fine. What I feel like it's yeah. So, um, all right. I have a different yeah. opinion than you guys. Great. Yeah. Okay. This is also stupid. Um, a new species of millipede has been named after Taylor Swift. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't off. like this. I don't off. like it. Uh, one of the scientists who discovered discovered it says um, her music helped me get through the highs and lows of graduate school. So naming a new millipede species after her is my way of saying thanks. Mm. His name is Derek Hennon, Ph.D. You can find him at Derek Hennon on mm. Twitter. Okay. This new millipede species is um, Nanaria Swiftay. I named it after no. Taylor Swift. Stop. Yeah. Stop. That's not what its name it is. It is. You can look. Nanaria Swiftay. Swiftay. Um, Tay in the wind. And so that, you know, the just the general name for it is going to be called Taylor Swift. But the, the you know, the academic name is Nanaria Swiftay. A tay in the um, wind. I'm going to name one after Nell, the woods woman that Jodie Foster played. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. It's just so thirsty. Like, come on. Very. This is a sad reality about this is that it's pretty cool that they found a new species, right, of, of yeah. this insect. But we would not be talking about it if he didn't name it after someone in the limelight, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, would we care? I don't know. I mean, maybe I we mean, don't care it, anyway. It makes, but... it, it makes I, I don't know. It makes him not sound as credible. As a scientist, I'm just saying. Not that he listened to Taylor Swift, but it's just... The Meredith Baxter Bernie Bear. (laughs) Yes.
Yes, see? We'd be talking about it. Oh, my God. Is it a Sasquatch? Because that's what we really want to find. Oh, my gosh. No, that, that thing can stay hidden. Oh, you don't want it in a Sasquatch. But uh-huh, Jason's uh-huh. already named it Meredith Baxter Bernie yeah. Bear. <laughs> then I'll name the next one the Ryan Philippide. That's right. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's clever. Right. Now, that's cool. Ryan Philippide. Shirtless. That's a shirtless millipede. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, they all are, but, you know, oh, maybe yeah. he wears a little crop top. Uh-huh. Yeah. And sunglasses. <laughs> when we come back, TV time, Alexis has watched more Julia on HBO. Her thoughts, plus The Witcher, next. Lex, remember when you told me about your friends and their marital challenges? Well, do you really want to know how to diagnose and help people? I've got the place for you. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has two graduate programs that are right up your alley. Ooh, you could tell people how to make their marriage better. You know how you always love to help people? Wait, that sounds great. Where did you say this was? Tell me more. St. Mary's University of Minnesota has a Master's of Arts in Marriage and Family Therapy and a Doctor of Psychology in Counseling Psychology. Oh, Doctor of Psychology. That sounds good. Better than that, you'll deepen your understanding and skills in facilitating relational health with a diverse client base. And these programs are student-centered and attentive to the adult learner's needs, preparing students for careers as licensed professional psychologists. The best part of St. Mary's is their focus on their students. It's all about student success. Their faculty and staff are the people who get to know you and all become your allies on your educational journey. To learn more and connect with them, head to msumn.edu or my talk keyword St. Mary's. But I'm ready. Your words up on the And now, a golden moment with the Golden Girls. They're more like animals. All they do is party and carry on all hours of the night. I am abhorred. We know what you are, Blanche. I'm glad to finally hear you admit it. (laughs) This has been a golden moment with the Golden Girls. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Sun Tanning Your Testicles. I'm Jace with Lex. Oh, and Dawn, thank you for being here, everybody. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, I think you have a little cutout. Yeah, mm-hmm. just just that area. Yeah, uh-huh. crotchless. Uh-huh. Oh. Thanks for being here. Uh, it is Tuesday, April 19th. Uh, let's do a little TV talk. What is this, a taste test? Taste test. Do we need to get her? She's like looking up into the sky. She's looking up into the sky. Why do you think I rolled right into the intro? I didn't even, I can't even look at her. I can't even look at her on camera. What is this, a taste test? Taste test. I'm in. Oh, can I just try a little sample? Just a bit. It tastes cheesier. Let your taste decide. Jason and Alexis present TV Taste Test. It is TV Taste Test, uh, and Alexis Kabubowicz, oh. Ball Tanning Thompson, has uh, tried. <laughs> Multiple oh. balls. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Julia, HBO yes. Max. Jace, you've watched some more, too, and I know oh, you've had yes, it on the grid for a while. Yeah. I'm wondering if you still feel the same way about it. I think you're a little deeper than I am. I've watched four episodes now. I'm right with you, Lex. We're, we're, oh, okay. yeah, we're the same. Yep. 
Wonderful. I love this show so much. I thought you might. It's such a roller coaster of emotion because you feel furious in a moment, especially with her father and some of the things that he says in their relationship and the relationship with her husband, uh, the the dad and the husband. Uh, You kind of want to weep for her in many ways, but then you Mm -hmm. feel so much joy and you see her, especially her friends and how they step up and just... It's that's true friendship right there. Just willing to be with you the whole time and and make it happen. And she had a dream of just uh, just doing this. She didn't know how she was going to do it. And you really root for her the entire time. Mm-hmm. You just feel like there's always she's always going to find a way. And the ways that which she has to maneuver and how her friends have to, to maneuver to make things happen, basically to get the guys out of the way. <laughs> you know, pull some strings with some friends, some friends to be like, can you give this guy an art gallery showing? Can you please, uh, oh. you know, just doing different things and just imagine without those roadblocks, what would have happened? Um, but oh man, you that food just looks really good. And let him go but, on, go get the stick. Okay, but <laughs> right. but, to, but to stick up for my gender, I will tell you. <laughs> yes, but you have to admit, Lex, this was not time and place. It was no, 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 no. Her the biggest joy that I get, or the 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 squishy like awe, is her biggest supporter is a is is a dude. It's her husband. It's Niles. It's it's oh, you know. I don't, talk I don't of, feel like I'm there yet. Oh, <laughs> With him. Ooh, then this is different oh. than um the the yeah. movie Julie and Julia because they Absolutely. made Stanley Tucci look like uh, her a husband saint. was a saint, and you just loved him from beginning to end. Oh, yes. he is. The show's not there yet, but uh, real history. If you watch it, I watched the documentary on Julia. I'd rather the, know the real. Yeah, yeah. This guy is a saint and and stuck by her uh, beyond. I mean, he was right. He was her biggest, biggest ally. Oh, I'm sure he got there. Yeah. This is the beginning stages where. That's what he's, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not there in the story yet. So I don't feel that kind of love and affection toward him yet. Oh. <laughs> but and after even watching that, that's why I was wondering how true this is. Um, and maybe he did have a hard time with it in the beginning, you know, feeling small and, and feeling like, you know, I need to be the breadwinner here because that was a, it was a moment in time. And that was kind of the expectation. Um, and so in that way, I, I sympathize with him. Um, but there's a lot of times where he's really in the way and you're just like, dude, come on, come on. Measure the oh, kitchen another time. Oh, you know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my biggest takeaway, well, there's some other things well, with the show itself and how they revolutionized the taping of cooking with the mirrors at the mm-hmm. at the ceiling so that you can see inside the bowl. They were trying to find ways to do that. And they show the origin of that. But the biggest thing for me, and I didn't realize this, you hear the James Beard Award and I think, oh, that's, you know, always a high honor. I knew he was an American mm-hmm. chef and that's fantastic. No idea that he was a gay man. Mm-hmm. And there's also some questions of her sexuality in this show, too, well, which I her, did not know about. And her prejudice. I mean, uh, her prejudice is kind of on display at the beginning and famously deteriorated, deteriorated uh, throughout the years. Um, and a lot of people credit her friendship with uh, James Beard for helping knock down that wall uh, that she had previously. So you yeah, learned that in the well, documentary right. too. And yeah. She went to Smith uh, College. You know, it's an all women's college, and she went to her reunion. And her friend said, "Do you remember that time we went skinny dipping and 
we slept under the blankets and she just had all the details of everything. And Julia Child, I could I couldn't tell if she was pretending to not remember or if she in fact didn't remember. But that woman said that that really made it was her own sexual awakening. Now she's with her partner Carol, and she thanked her for that moment. So I'm thinking, well, what happened? And did she forget that? Um, Wow, I mean that it's just getting real. It's getting juicier and juicier. This is not just a a show about a cooking show. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's really really well done. I love this show. Yeah, I'm obviously called Julia on HBO Max. I'm right there with you, and I, I think I, I think I look at different points because I know how the journey ends. I look at all of this. I look at each character differently because I know where they eventually get to. So maybe I have a little more oh, sympathy yeah. or a little more um, understanding with the beginning of their journey because you know I think and I feel like. And I don't want to do this. I feel like I'm defending the guys, but I'm not trying. I'm defending. Actually, there's some female characters I want to defend, too. But, um, you know, with her with her husband, I, I think of the treatment. Think of the time. So you have that component, the mm-hmm. 60s, yep. when the structure of the nuclear family was, you know, Donna freaking Reed. You know, the husband came home. The wife was in an apron, which really never was true. But that's what that's what the. uh society wanted you to believe but anyway you you have david hyde pierce you have the husband thinking he should be the breadwinner so you have that component and then you have the father-in-law you have the father-in-law laying pressure on you and basically calling you a gold digger because you married his daughter for her money so you feel even less than and you feel insecure and then that manifests itself as uh, you know six ways you know sideways um but then again, I know where he goes and thick and thin. I mean, thick as thieves. I mean, he ends up beyond. So I, I, I view his, the husband a little bit differently. And uh, but the role of I, I ended up Googling James Beard. And because the, the documentary that I watched just called Julia talks about James Beard. But I wanted to know even more like did that. There's a great scene in a San Francisco. She's there at a book signing in San Francisco and James Beard takes her to an underground gay bar. And I wanted to know if that really happened. Um, And the, the, the wonderful directors of this biography who, by the way, also did RBG did the documentary and with the Oscar nominated or winning. Mm -hmm. um, They said, look, we can't, we can't guarantee that this exact situation happened but it is inspired by what we know there was a night on the town there was you know so we are taking dramatic license but there was a revelatory night uh for their friendship um that blossomed and it was her relationship with james beard that started to knock down her uncomfortableness with the gay community and then she ended up um one of the things that I found out, because I kept writing on the sheet, you know, in Re- revelations from Julia, you come to find out that she was the fir- one of the first celebrities to wade into controversial topics. You know, no one thinks of her much as a revolutionary. Obviously, in the food world, they do. But she spoke out for abortion rights um, when celebrities did not do that. Um, especially a celebrity uh, on her in her height. And she did that before celebrities did that kind of thing. 
So she was revolutionary in more than in, than just the kitchen. And I, I, I look forward to, I hope that the show eventually gets to that. But yeah, I love episodes are in this show. I think there's going to be a le- uh, eight Lex. Eight? I think. Okay, so we're halfway there. We're halfway there. And I hope there's a season two because, my goodness, her, the latter half of her life is also endlessly fascinated. You know, for all the success that she gave PBS, they kind of crapped on her when she got to be in her 80s. They no. put, oh, yeah, they, they unceremoniously kind of pushed oh, her yeah. out. Um, and ABC picked her up, and that's when she started doing her now famous episode uh, 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 segments on Good Morning America with Charlie Gibson. Yeah. ABC rescued her late in life. She became a she had a second round of fame with the new generation um, when PBS kind of booted her. And shame on you, PBS, for whatever executive made that bonehead decision. And she ended up kind of flipping the bird to them because she. She continued to be a TV hit into her 80s, and PBS thought she was done, and she wasn't done. Come on. They had that other chef. More people, Lex. He was on forever. More people underestimating her. You know, the end of her life is the beginning of her. Yeah, it's the same thing. More people underestimating her. So, oh man, and and just her friends, Avis and Alice. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I love those characters too. Alice is making calls on the side when she should be working on that reading guys. Mm-hmm. Like he's the grumpy old man, <laughs> his boring yeah. ass show. Oh, it's just, oh, it's uh, really, if you're looking for just something that's delightful, will make you think. And it's just really a fun show. Check out Julia. Yeah. You'll, you'll learn how great she is. I mean, yeah, how really she for her. She changed food in America. Let me tell you that. She really did. 844 is the time you can find Julia on HBO Max. The Witcher, season two, when we come back. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Our TV taste test continues. Dawn McClain now with The Witcher, season Ooh. two. Yeah, it's taken me a while to get to this, guys. So this isn't a new release. <laughs> it happened sometime last year. But, you know, you get caught up to watching yeah. other shows and you're like, when are we going to watch The Witcher? Yeah. We finally have and uh, finished it. Um, so let's talk about Henry Cavill first. He is okay. doing a great job. The only reason why I watch this is because he is nailing the role. Like, he is The Witcher. Oh. There were comics video games that a lot of people played he embodies the character just incredible now i have an issue with one of the actresses um her name is freya allen she plays siri and she looked very elf-like in the first because she's supposed to be 12 years old or something like that the actress is 20 Okay, Okay. that's beside the point. They don't want to work with children because there's time constraints. I get it. Yeah, they can't work as long. They got to bring in twins, all that crap. So there's a big difference in the look of this girl between season one and season two. And I'm not talking about, okay, she grew up a little bit. The main thing that is alarming is that. Now, the time frame in between the two seasons is supposed to be right after this battle, like two days. Okay. Nobody knew it was her because her eyebrows are now brown instead of bleached blonde. You like people what? thought it was recast and she has on some, you know, Sephora makeup like she's got makeup on and she has brown eyes or brown brown eyebrows. She's supposed to be this special character that is of a different, 
I'll just say, you know, she's different. Like the, okay, okay. She has some powers and she's supposed to look a certain way. Yeah. Here is the reason why her eyebrows are now brown. The actress herself said um, she didn't want to do it anymore. She didn't want to bleach her eyebrows every day because she was worried that she wouldn't have any eyebrows left. If she kept bleaching them every day, she said they won't be there anymore. And then she said, on top of this constant upkeep, I have to walk around in public with white and almost unnoticeable eyebrows. And I generally had people stop me when I had the bleached eyebrows being like, where are you from? They were so curious because I literally look like a little alien wandering around. (laughs) So this actress said, I don't want blonde eyebrows anymore. I want dark eyebrows. And then all of a sudden she has this full face of like she's just been to Sephora. (laughs) It looks stupid. And it's distracting enough. It's distracting. This is the ego of the actor. And it's a big deal to me that they let her do this. Mm. Because to us, we're like, she doesn't look 12 anymore. She looks... 25. Like, you need to de-age someone if they really are 20 and they're supposed to look 13. Don't make them look 20. Don't they make, like, um, eyebrow wigs? Or how about this? When you go out in public, get Kylie eyebrow kit (laughs) and you can darken your eyebrows. Right? Right, yeah. Just Just get an eyebrow kit. You can color them in. How like I don't might know. Might be worried about her her follicles or her I, pores. Listen, it's not going to fall out. Okay, <laughs> your eyebrows are very more resilient than regular hair. <laughs> They're very coarse, like other parts. Hi, thank you for calling Ida's eyebrow wigs. How can I help you? <laughs> right, get some eyebrow, ba- whatever. So I was really irritated at that, and I think a lot of people were. There's a lot of time jumps in this, and it feels like a soap opera. Because there's action going on and like there's a monster attacking this keep or castle. And you've got Hank Cavill up close to this person having a conversation like real close. All of the action is the talking is very close, which is a trick of camera so that you feel the intimacy. But that kind of cheats. You know, it's like the actors don't do their job. William Friedkin has talked about this. He directed uh, The Exorcist. He's not a fan of all these quick cuts and he's like you you're cheating let the actors do their job yeah so i don't like that um i think that um just yeah it's very soap opery it's like there's a monster that you were just fighting right outside and you have time to stop and have an intimate conversation <laughs> of this course. is so stupid <laughs> like we're hate we hate watched it basically all the way through we'll watch the third season cuz henry cavill is great but we really watch it for the monster of the week what about first season should we even start i know this? They, no I was, no okay. it's very it's, no. Also, it's very <laughs> cheesy it's cheesy you guys it's like z it's too colorful the garments aren't you know it's it doesn't look xena were you gonna yes, make a xena yes, reference it's yeah. like looks like you're watching hercules they're beautiful costumes but i just oh. it doesn't come off well when these witches are wearing like oh look you definitely went to the sephora counter i'm sorry it looks kind of bad yeah. I don't. Why are there? No. And this beautiful. young girl looks like she's 25 now. This <laughs> is so stupid. It's so, amazing how eyebrows frame your face. Okay, it's just, and that the actress said, I won't do it. It's Jason, you have something to say through your megaphone. This review has been sponsored by Ida's Eyebrow Week. <laughs> <laughs> Our location.
locations are in Coon Rapids, Invergrove yeah. Heights, and downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Right, Lex? Bye, UBU. Love you. <laughs>